Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Odd Couple Podcast and uh, Super Bowl Preview. My name is Peter Lucas, and this is my co-host, Nathan Thayer. Uh, we're here to talk the Super Bowl and all the storylines surrounding it. And uh, Nate, first of all, how are you feeling today? Uh, how confident are you feeling? And are the are there any butterflies connected to this yet? Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, how could there not be? <laughs> this isn't like it's a it's a regular occurrence at the old blue and blue and gold is uh, playing on Super Bowl Sunday. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I I, th- I think this one means a little more because it's, it's in Los Angeles, and I want to see that banner with Los Angeles on it. You know, I mean. I think that's why I told you last week that, you know, you know, a couple of weeks ago that, that beating the Niners in that game to me felt bigger than even winning. And I know the Rams went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, yada, yada, but there was a bunch of mess around that. There was the PI call. Then they went in and laid an absolute egg. I mean, they were horrific in every way in that game besides defensively. And, uh, you know, this one just felt a little different. And, um, but yeah, of course there's absolutely nerves. The Bengals have gone in and, and, Knocked off the one and two seeds in the AFC on the road, which uh, should not be taken lightly by any means, which just goes to show you that a home game doesn't mean a damn thing in this. So, you know, uh, do I think the Rams will win? I think, yes, I do. I I mean, if they go out and play their game, they're going to win. You know, I mean, the Bengals are, like I said, I think last time we talked that, that, uh, that defense is kind of sneaky good. There's no real superstars on it, but uh, they got some guys that can play. And um, I don't know, man. It's 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 going to be interesting. Yeah, it was uh, so. Like uh, I, I was talking to some guys on the in on Twitter and uh, got in a few Twitter spaces uh, this past week, and uh, and Bengal fans are are uh, sneaky. They're uh, they're sneaky. How do I put it? Like uh, kind of confident. Of course, they're going to be confident in their team. They're in the Super Bowl. Sure. So, uh, but the they, for what I kind of learned by watching some of the tape of their games, and I mean, I, I learned that when uh, the, we played them earlier in the season, is that um, they kind of do the kind of the same thing that the 49ers do on uh, on defense, and that they don't really blitz a lot, which is going to bode well for them in the Super Bowl. I feel. And uh, they they like to just rush for. They have a really good defensive line. Uh, they really, really do. They really yeah, do. Really solid against the run. And it's uh, the what what makes them what's going to be an X factor for them. I feel like on defense is that Matt Stafford does like to throw that occasional one to two up there and see and see what what happens. And they have a secondary that likes to take chances. And so they're going to be looking to take advantage of those kind of mistakes. Uh, so I, I'm really interested to see what what happens as far as that's like my main storyline in this game. And I feel like that's really the key because Burrow, I feel, is going to is going to do Burrow things. They have good they have a good offense. I think they're going to score some points. But I think we're really the key to this game is going to be on their defensive side. Can they? Can they uh, can they get those one to two turnovers against you guys that'll uh, that can set Burrow up to to do some things? Yeah, for sure. You know, and you got to look at it too. Like this isn't exactly these aren't exactly two two rosters that are that are uh, laden with veteran Super Bowl talent. You know, there's there there's been a couple guys that have played in the Super Bowl. You know, obviously the Rams had the loss. There's a few guys remaining from that. We got Von Miller now. You know, but the Bengals, I don't. 
I'm running through it in my head right now. They might not have a single guy who's played in the Super Bowl, you know, and it's a, uh, but that kind of makes it yeah. interesting because you don't really have that, that thing where you're sitting here going, Oh man, these guys have been there, done that. Like they're yeah. going to kill them. They're both kind of super green at this level. You know I mean? The Rams yeah. been a playoff team every year, but they haven't really been, I don't think, I mean, 2018, I just, I don't feel like the Rams even showed up to that game. Like I don't even count that as a Super Bowl in my mind. I, I really don't. I really don't. Like that was just sort of like a weird, should they have even been there? You know, uh, coin flip with the Saints, either which way kind of thing, you know, and and I just, I don't know. It just, it just didn't feel right. But this, yeah, I mean, uh, they don't need to blitz. That Hendrickson kid is, I'm, yes. I'm telling you right now, he, he's about to become a superstar in this league. He, he He's yeah. right there. I mean, he, he's going to have a huge contract next time it comes around. If the, if the Bengals will pay him, they're kind of famous for that. Yeah. yeah then you got Hubbard. Hubbard's kind of like a, like a poor man's Max Crosby. He just kind of is an effort guy that just sort of collapses the pocket and just never stops moving. DJ reader can push it up the front. Like they got four dudes that, that really can play and there's no yeah. superstars, but they can play, yeah. you know? Yeah. That was who I was going to bring up. Hubbard is going to be a key is going to be a key guy in this game because he likes to push the middle of the pocket mm -hmm. and uh, it's going to be, and he's really good against the run which I know that you guys kind of uh, everything that you guys do is really kind of based off of the run. I mean, it is kind of mm -hmm. a, a Shanahan offense, but oh, here he goes. But, <laughs> you, know, but you don't run it the same way that Shanahan does. Yeah, so yeah. like you kind of build the run off of the pass and with, cause you guys have Matt Stafford and, uh, and I think, I mean, the 49ers would do it that way if they had a quarterback. So it's, uh, you just run it differently and it's, but, uh, but yeah, like, I think that they, they're going to have to stop the run because I think that you guys are going to really try and do some of the things that you did against us, uh, mm -hmm. because they do have a similar uh, style, the, the way that they run their defensive line, they have a similar style. So I think that you, I plan on you guys trying to do some of that wide, those wide zone, uh, runs like you did against us and seeing if it, seeing if it works early. And because honestly, that that was how we beat them. <laughs> it was the it was the running game, and we right. kept them off the we kept Burrow off the field. So right. it's uh, and your defense is good enough to stay with everybody. And you got Aaron Donald. He's going to be amped up. He's going to be amped up because this is his second shot at it. And he was at the end of the game. I don't know if you saw it or not. At the end of the game again in the NFC Championship game, he was holding. Uh, he was pointing to his finger. Uh, like talking to all these guys on the sideline saying like, this is our shot. Like right. I, I want this shot at a ring. And like, uh, yeah, I mean, I think he has a, he has a good shot at it. Uh, it's going to be a really good, it's going to be a really good matchup. I'm really looking forward to it. And what was funny though. And I wonder if you want to speak to this is there wasn't a lot, a lot of hype all week, like on ESPN, they were talking about Aaron Rodgers and Brady and all this other stuff, but they really weren't focusing on the Super Bowl like in years past. I thought that was just weird. I don't know how you felt about it. Because there's no superstar. Well, because there's no offensive superstars in it. Look, dude, this is the NFL, and the NFL is about selling jerseys. The NFL is about selling hype. There's no Brady in this one. There's no Rodgers. There's no Drew Brees. There's no – the only first ballot Hall of Famer in this game right now, well, there's two, AD and then Von Miller will be obviously, but he's, you know, he's on, he's on the back nine of his career. And, you know, this is not a, that's what I was saying. This is not a superstar laden as a lot of the young talent in this thing. You know, Cooper Cup has had a couple really solid years. And then this year, obviously, 
went off, you know, went off the Richter scale. I know I spoke last time we talked about uh, that receiving core they have in Cincinnati. Jamar Chase gets all the hype, but I'm telling you right now, there are 32 teams that would take T. Higgins or Tyler Boyd in their roster yeah. right now. Sorry, 31 teams that would take them right yeah. now. So um, I would. Yeah. <laughs> if there was a 32 team with what we got, I'd take either one of those guys. <laughs> well, yeah, like T. Higgins, uh, he'd be a number one, on, I think, on most on most of the teams, an up and yeah. coming number one at the very least. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think they have an out, and then they're running they're running backs like uh, they have uh, uh, I can't I can't place his name right now, but like uh, uh, their running backs are really good. They got P Ryan, who's an uh, kind of an underrated receiving back. Uh, but what I really looked saw when I watched the tape was that they they really like to do uh, they really set up they do kind of what you guys do. They set up the run with the pass. They want they want to pass. Burrow is going to throw the ball 40 times in this game. And yeah. uh, and then the running back's probably going to get maybe 20 carries. <laughs> like, uh, because that's what they, you know, they like to keep you off balance. Yeah. Another big one for the Rams. And and I did, I never thought that I would say this name as as a real loss in a game. But but the Tyler Higby thing is no joke for the Rams. And, and I'm going to tell you why. He does all the little things. I know we're in a generation now where you got the Kels and the Waller and the Andrews and you got you you got you got your boy 85 over there. These 90 catch, 100, you know, 1400 yard, 17 touchdown tight ends and Higby's yeah. not one of them. Higby's a little more like the guys we grew up watching. Yeah. He does all the little things. He catches 50 balls, about 32 of them are first downs. He blocks. He does all the little things. He's not big and flashy, but that's a big one. I mean, if you go back and you watch, especially from December on, you watch a lot of the Rams first down and 89's grabbing it. And that's not a small loss for them. And, and it's something I'm definitely, you know, going to be watching as a factor, you know, when it, when, when it is third and four, when it is third and five, you know, those are the moments that Higby really shines. And I don't know. I don't know who that guy's going to be. You know, I mean, we don't have another tight end that anybody can name if you're not a hard, I mean, a hardcore Rams fan. So, you know, uh, we got that Blanton kid playing a little bit. You know, I think they might be bringing up, uh, God, I can't even think of his name. That's, that's, that's how small of a role yeah. these guys play behind Higby, you know, ever since Everett left to uh, Seattle last year. So is that where they got Everett from? I didn't know that that's where they got Everett from. I, I was trying to figure out where that guy came from. Cause uh, yeah, like uh, I, they, he just killed us <laughs> both games this season. Like, uh, but but yeah, you guys could have used him today. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Gerald Everett was one of those guys like uh, like Ebukam, who you got from us. I used to call him three games Sam. Three yeah. games a year, he would have two and a half sacks, cause two fumbles, and score a touchdown. Three games yeah. a year. And the other 13, you didn't even know it was on the field. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's that's that was Gerald Everett. <laughs> yeah. <on> tight end. <laughs> so the uh the the tight end. The uh, Uzumwa, I, I think that's his name, correct? Like, uh, uh, I can't remember what his name what his name is for the tight end for the uh, for the Bengals. Yeah, he, uh, he's actually going to yeah. play. Yeah, he's actually going to play. And I didn't think he was going to play uh, for this game, but they said he's going to play, and uh, that might be a real sneaky, yeah, a real sneaky piece for them. I mean, they just got so many good guys on offense. It really comes down to can their offensive line. Uh, give Burrow two cents to throw. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, yeah. 
Dude, the Bengals aren't here by accident, bro. The Bengals are yeah. not here by accident. This is this is a good football team. This is a good football team. I mean, all it took was a full year of Burrow healthy. Yeah. You know, and and, and Mixon, Mixon finally living up to 16 games of the potential he's flashed us for the last four or five years. Yeah. You know, and and like I said, Boyd, Boyd and Higgins, these I mean, if you watch the Bengals play, nobody's shocked by them. They just yeah. added in a crazy third guy who wound up being, you know, obviously offensive rookie of the year. But I don't know, man. Yeah, really. Like I, I, I see a tough game. I mean, barring somebody getting a little caught in the too big for the moment thing, you know, or, or you know, I mean, no, not too big a moment for them thing. Um, and really just, just having a major choke. I, I really, I really see this being a fourth quarter game. Um, as much as I'd love to see the Rams walk through them, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, and, and I don't think it'll happen the other way either. Um, yeah. I can't remember the last time we had a, a uh, a blowout in the Super Bowl, like uh, I mean, I I can't remember the last time we had one. Uh, so I mean, I I expect all these games to go to go down to the wire, and I think that's the way the NFL likes it. <laughs> but uh, but I, I think that you guys are uh, another sneaky key to this game is going to be how quickly those uh, that front four for the the Bengals if they can get to get to Stafford. Because that was the key in the game that your guys' game against us was that we were getting there just a step late. And if if you guys can get – if they can get – can they get pressure uh, like we were incapable of getting? Uh, and can they get pressure up the middle? Because I really think that's the key against you guys is I think that's your weakness on your offensive line is up the middle. And uh, so, oh, for sure. I mean, so, yeah, sure. I, I'm just going to be interested to see what they do like uh, to, to, to create that pressure up the middle. I'm sure that they watch the tape and uh, of the NFC championship and they're, everybody's going to be trying to, to do uh, like the things that, uh, that the, it looks like the other one's weakness and all that kind of stuff. Cause it's, it's win take all. There is no saving something for the next game. Uh, right. This is, this is it. Like, uh, yeah. so yeah. What do you, what do you think about, uh, about, about that piece about their, uh, their, their defense and, can they? Uh, how do you feel about Matt St- Matt Stafford if they can get pressure on him? Like, because Burrow took nine sacks, and and still came out with the victory. Do you think if it <laughs> came down to it, could Matt Stafford do the same? Um, I don't think that they will get get to that level. I mean, and you're dead on right about the middle of the line being the weak. Well, really, it's a right side left side thing. The right side of the Rams offensive line is an absolute sieve. It's a liability. It has been forever. In well, sorry, in this McVeigh era, the right side of the line has been a sieve forever. Witt is clearly on his last leg. Um, he can still play, but he's not what he was even last year. And then they got that uh, the Edwards guy they got playing right guard um, is definitely better than than who they have at left. Uh, and then Brian Allen at center has been. Uh, I've had more than. I've had more than one head shake moment. I mean, uh, and yeah. again, like you said, we tried to play your game and run right up the gut at you last time in LA, you know, in, in, in uh, yeah. week 18. And, and you saw what happened. We took you yeah. wide and we had a lot more success. And like you said before, I, I don't see how the Rams don't, don't put that game plan in. I mean, it, it worked against you, which is yeah. the toughest most head knocking team the Rams were going to play this year anyways was, was, was going to be you guys, you know, yeah. and, and it worked. 
So I don't know why in the world they would ever change anything up in that. Yeah. And again, I would still, I'd like to see a little bit of those reverses and the jet sweeps and just come on, Sean, come on, Bubba, you know, yeah. like, where's this? I'd be shocked if we didn't like, I'd be yeah, shocked because like, they showed some of that in the NC title game. Okay. So that should be in your game plan at this point. Like uh, right. in my mind that, that was some of that wide zone stuff. It, you guys had the personnel for it and you did, and you ran it. If you ran it against us and granted, we weren't ready for it. Like, uh, but if you ran it, if you could run it against us, you probably can run it against anybody. Sure. So no, I would agree a hundred percent. There's nobody, there's no front seven that scares me any more than yours. Yeah, I mean, really like we played the other best one, Tampa Bay the week before that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I mean, really back-to-back games. We got the best front sevens we could have faced and uh, we were killing Tampa then had a meltdown, but then, Obviously, we had that head knocker with you guys. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, if the Rams come out and do what they can do, they're going to win the football game. Um, if they get inside their heads, I mean, I, I just – that's the only way that I really see Cincinnati winning this game. I think it's going to be a fourth-quarter game, but I just – I think that we have the edge if we're playing our game. I, I just like what we do a little better as much as I love what the Bengals have done. And like I said, Zach Taylor is a Nebraska guy, Nebraska quarterback. I got a ton of love. If they were playing anybody else, yeah. I would be full. I mean, not, not even just you. If they were playing anybody else, I'd yeah. be orange and black all day long. It's only because they're playing us <laughs> that I'm that I'm not backing 100% the Bengals yeah. in this game. But uh, I don't know. How do you see it? What do you got? I, I mean, my heart, my heart says uh, to go Bengals – uh, twenty one seventeen, but my, my but my brain is telling me twenty one seventeen Rams. Yeah, like uh, that that that's just I just think that it's too much, too much like Cooper Cup, Cooper Cooper Cup's gonna get his, uh, and then you've got, uh, and then I feel like OBJ is I I feel like he has turned that that corner and been a, become a true complementary piece to Cooper Cup. To the mm. point to where he can take the roof off if, uh, 100%. if he, and uh, I just I think that McVeigh found a few things in that in like I said in the game in the NFC title game that I expect him to use in this game. I would be disappointed if he didn't. Even if they won, I feel like if he didn't use those things going forward, I feel I would be disappointed. Right, right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 30 to 24 Rams, and the reason why is because we have our. We have at least two to three drives a game where we move the ball right on the field and they get stopped inside the 10 or inside the 15. So I'm going to put a de definitely a couple of two to three field goals on the board for this one. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to go 30 to 24 Rams. And then the Bengals get the ball with about a buck 15 and we got to sit and sweat and hang onto our frigging couch and, you know, and, and bleed from the fingernails wondering what's going to happen with this last possession. And then we win it by six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it always just has a way of. I feel like the Super Bowl just always has a way of. Uh, there's there's going to be some controversial calls. We know that we know that. Like, uh, so be expecting that. I mean, if we were calling it right down the middle, yeah, I could I could see. But there's always some special play or some special thing happening that uh, that creates controversy about Super Bowl and about what. On it, and it could have gone either way. 
I, I, and I'm hoping those things happen for the Bengals selfishly because, uh, you know, I want the – Of course you do. To lose. Yeah. But – You know what, though, man? But then again, but then again, remember, there's no Tom. There's no Mahomes. No. There's no front page commercial making superstar in this game. So Unless. maybe we actually get a reasonably officiated Super Bowl. Wouldn't that be fantastic? We no, don't have to see any Michael Jordan calls in this game, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we just got to see two teams go at each other. I mean, look, they may blow natural calls because refs are going to blow natural calls anyways. Yeah. They do that in week three. They do it in week 12. They do it in week 17. They do it in the wild card game every other week. But maybe, maybe we'll actually get to see, because there is no superstar factor, at least offensively, where – you know what I'm saying? Like, like we, I mean, and I know me and you've been at each other for years about Tom Brady, dude, this guy and his freaking calls. And, and <laughs> it, I mean, this is the thing. Hey, Jordan got him. Yeah. I mean, Jordan got him, but I mean, Jordan, you couldn't, and I hated Jordan. I hated Jordan. Uh, it was, uh, I was a magic fan and of course me too. Uh, and it just, it ripped my heart out when, Magic had to go up against the, that Bulls team, and they and he didn't have anybody. Everybody went down. But yeah, no, I hear you, man. But but yeah, I just you know don't don't sleep on Joe on them trying to make Joe Burrow the next one, like because Brady's out, and for Joe Burrow to come in and just and he's the same, not really the same immobile guy that that Tom, that Tom Brady is, but the kid is clutch and. Yeah, don't put it past the league to try and uh, to try and make a new face. And uh, who wouldn't think it would be the Bengals? But um, but still, like, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. uh, if there was a couple of roughing the passer calls going either way. It could be either way uh, because neither one of these guys is is uh, is running four four forties. No, 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 no. I mean, actually, you know, Burroughs. Burrow's actually kind of sneaky escapable. You know, I mean, yeah. he, I, I think his last year at LSU ran for like 450 yards a senior year at yeah. LSU. I mean, we have, I mean, obviously after the knee injury, I'm sure, I'm sure Taylor's yeah. like, dude, <laughs> don't yeah. do it. You know, unless you've got a clean path to slide, do not run. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's actually got some sneaky mobility. Um, it doesn't jump off the charts, but he can definitely move, move you seven, eight yards quick, you know, Absolutely. with his feet. Um just and also real quick, <laughs> I like, gotta, I gotta touch on the NFL awards, dude. I, I, yeah. I'm, and I know you know where I'm gonna go with this. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers should mail that award straight back to the league and say, "You guys have embarrassed yourself with this. I'm the most all-time chokingest playoff quarterback to ever pick up a football. Yeah, stop making this a quarterback award and make it the most valuable player. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, Pete, the Rams aren't where they are without Cup." The Colts aren't where they are without Jonathan Taylor. What makes Aaron Rodgers so wonderful besides blowing another number one seed for the Packers? What? <laughs> I mean, yeah. what else is and and of course, I, I know you don't want to add him in there, but I th I think that Debo Samuel it, it should have at least got one to two votes uh, because he really was the person that dragged right. us, dragged us to the playoffs and beat. The, I don't have an uh, argument. He beat a couple of teams by himself. Yeah. Well, I mean, define uh, MVP. Like, look, they should just call it quarterback of the year. They should yeah. just, they should annex MVP, get rid of the name and just make NFL quarterback of the year. 
offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, so on and so forth. And much love to yeah. TJ Watt, by the way, too. I know he's been right there, and I know I know everybody felt a little bit of shade when AD got it last year, and he didn't. But, dude, homeboy tied the sack record and missed two games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was kind of upset about that one, too. I was except upset about all the awards this year because Nick Bosa – uh, didn't get a vote. Didn't get a vote for a comeback player of the year, and which I get it, Burrow. I understand. Like, uh, but the fact that he came off of an ACL and uh, and put up 15 and a half sacks, where he was the focal point, and like there was everybody, he was double and tripled all season long. And then you've got, and then he wasn't. He didn't even get a sniff of the defensive player of the year, uh, which I get it. TJ Walks set the new record. I get, I get it. But at least a vote. Other guys were getting votes, and that's really – he didn't even get all pro. He didn't even make second team all pro. That's uh, wild, it, dude. It's, that's wild. Uh, Matt, they gave it to Max Crosby. Who had eight sacks. He Like, <laughs> like I, I just don't I, – I don't get it. Like, uh, it, was, it was almost like – and I was talking on Twitter about this – that it was almost like they were – they made a concerted effort. No, we're not giving the 49ers any, anything. We don't like them. Uh, because I really believe the league does not like the four. They don't like how the 49ers play. Uh, they don't like how uh, how we keep the ball on the ground and and try to mess every game up. Like uh, they they want to see big high flying offense, and we are the antithesis <laughs> of that. Dude, and you know it's funny because me and you, being the age we are, we grew up in a very different world. The Niners were the toast of the NFL for most yeah. of our youth. Outside that 85 Bears team, it was Niners, Niners, and more Niners, man. It was just nonstop. And then it even went to the Steve Young era, and it was Niners and Cowboys, Niners and Cowboys. It was just, you know, it was like, no, there were, there, there were other teams in the league, you yeah. know? And, and it was just, uh, it was very definitely a different role for the 49ers than what we grew up with. You know, people, people, people that are younger go, why do you hate the Niners so much? I go, be my age and grow up when I did, yeah. being a Rams fan, and you'll understand. Yeah. <laughs> We had to reignite the cowboy rivalry, which sounds wild to me, <laughs> because yeah, uh, it's because, changed a lot, dude. Yeah, we hated the cowboy. The forty, if you were a forty nine fan, you hate the cowboys. That was just, that was just it. Uh, when I was growing up, and now that for people that are coming into this, not even knowing why we hate them so much, and uh, and you guys used to be. I mean, you guys, I mean, it wasn't really a rivalry, but but at the same time we hated you. They don't even hate hate the Rams. <laughs> and it's uh it's, it, it's just weird. It's just weird. Seahawks, we hate the Seahawks now more than more than probably I think they're more our most hated rival. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I think yeah. you guys hate us the most. <laughs> and we've only been in division with them since 02. Yeah. Well, most and of these the, kids and the Cardinals have, too. That's when they were born. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cardinals too. You know, we we poached two teams from other from other divisions. Actually, the Seahawks people and the youngsters don't even know the Seahawks were in the AFC West. Yeah, you know it, that it, was they were they were rivals with 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 the Raiders and the Chiefs and everything. It's, it's, Saints, it's definitely a trip, man. It's the Seahawks rolled around. <laughs> you know, the Patriots for us, who were they? They were the they were the team that had that had the funny Patriot guy snapping the ball in their helmet. You know, yeah, they were nobody. Was, they had that one year where the Bears murdered them in the Super Bowl. Nobody even knew about the Patriots. Exactly. That's, that's what I was about to bring up. That's the only way anybody even remembered they were in the league was the uh, yeah. was murdered by the uh, the Bears in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But uh, they but somehow yeah, like, upset. You know what? That's a great example of beating a team three times. 
Because remember, those, those those were those crazy good Marino teams early in his career. Oh, yeah. And they played the Dolphins in that championship game, and the Dolphins smoked him twice, and the Patriots just barely got in the playoffs. Yeah. And what happened? They got him that third time, and they beat him. <laughs> yeah, it was – the, uh, that year, it's funny because, and I, I'll make this quick because I know you got to get going. Uh, but that year, I had called before the playoffs started. I said, I told everybody because I'm a Michigan fan, so I was talking about Brady from the from the jump, and I was not knowing, not having any clue that he was going to be what he was. Uh, like I was just blindly, it was just blind fandom, being a Michigan fan, saying, "Hey." Watch out for this kid, Brady. He's winning games, much like Jimmy Garoppolo. And uh, he's winning games. And then every game in the playoff, I'm like, watch out. Brady's, Brady's going to take him home. Brady's going to take him home. You watch. Everybody calling me crazy. And then when they got in the Super Bowl, I, I was I was shocked that they were there. <laughs> but then I called. I, I put a bet down on the uh, like uh, um, for them on the Super Bowl, not thinking, not thinking that they were going to win at all. And, yeah. Nobody saw that game coming, dude. But least of all, yeah, good times. And uh, and I think it's going to be a great game tomorrow. Uh, I'm, I know you're excited about it. And uh, I know I'm, I as much as lackluster as the coverage has been, I th- I'm really excited about the Super Bowl because then and then draft season can get into full swing and I can start really thinking about my uh, what the 49ers are going to look like next season. Right. Uh, but uh, but and yeah, I think for that. just the common fan who's watching the game, it's different. It's something yeah. different. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, again, there's no Chiefs. There's no – because me and you both agree the AFC has been a dead-ass conference for at least 20 years. Yeah. There have been three or four teams that have any relevance at all in that conference. And I know the Chiefs are kind of like the new darling. You know, the Patriots had it for years. The Ravens would pop here and there. The Steelers would pop here and there. But that has just been a dead-ass conference. The NFC, meanwhile, has been this constant rotation – and I know the Broncos had a minute when Peyton was there too, but you know what I'm saying? Like for the yeah, most part, yeah, yeah. it's been a three or four pony race. And uh, you know, cause even Peyton's Colts teams constantly lost in the playoffs, constantly lost in the yeah. playoffs. He was, he was, he was about to finish with like an Aaron Rodgers career, you yeah. know, the guy that snuck in once, you know what I mean? And, yeah. uh, and, and honestly, he didn't, he didn't deserve the last one. Like they dragged yeah. him through. <laughs> like yeah. they dra- they drug him through to the they said you're not gonna lose it first, Peyton. Like you can't even throw 20 yards anymore. Like uh, but right, but yeah, it is what it is, and uh I- I'm still excited for the game. And uh sure. yeah, like we're I think we're all gonna be excited to watch it, and it's gonna be it's gonna be another close Super Bowl, I feel. But mm-hmm. uh but thank you guys all for uh for watching us today. I put it I, I don't even know if Nate puts I put it live on my on my Facebook uh today. So uh, so we'll see how that works out and see if anybody uh, puts any likes or subscribes on there. But I want to let you guys know we are on uh, my YouTube page, Niner Fanatic Podcast. I just created a uh, an Odd Couple podcast uh, YouTube page. And going forward, probably after this one, that's where we'll be at. Uh, the uh, Also, I'm, I'm, on, uh, I'm posting this on Twitter also. So be on the lookout like we're going to be we're going to be on throughout the hopefully I can get Nate on for the off season too we can talk about some team building stuff and uh, thank you guys for listening uh but uh, yeah go uh go Bengals <laughs> yeah uh-huh <laughs>